Welcome everybody to RPG Cast episode 39 for June 21st, 2008. I've got a special show for you again this week. I say that every week though, don't I? Uh, no? No, no feedback from my parents. Well, often you see things like, we've got a great show for you this oh, week. Oh, okay. This And this week is a special one, so my thesaurus is working. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, let me introduce everybody. First, we've got president of RP Gamer, uh, Michael Tidwell. We get to do this in the morning again. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to our technically challenged podcast last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> reviewer, Anna Marie Newfield. Morning. And head of interact, no head of, yeah interaction. Sean <laughs> Cooper. Uh, what are, whatever you whatever you do here. this week. <laughs> the head of chiefly British things. Yes. Chiefly British God. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, head of Team Fortress Two plane apparently. I'm very good at it. <laughs> I excel at my duties. You excel at your duties. You just not to e- not game. to be good at the game, just to play it a lot. Constantly, all the time. And As last but certainly not open. least, we have special guest, John Any Mary X from K2. Did he just pronounce it right? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong. It no. Again. <laughs> John, can you say hi and give us the correct pronunciation of your name then? <laughs> hi, I'm John A. Mary X, the uh, associate producer for Sword in the World. Oh, see, I did that long E. Oops. Yeah. I'm sorry. You always do. I do. It, but there's so many, there's two E's in a row, and it's like, E! <laughs> e! Oh. Yeah, I, yeah, I look at, look at the, the notes, like, it doesn't have, like, the accent, so you, you don't really know. It kind of just looks like it's me, and it's They wouldn't not. know what it means anyways. Oh, because I would know. No, I took French. I didn't know there was supposed to be an accent. Not... Yeah, there's an accent. You know what the problem is? I'm on OS ten now. I don't know how to write that darn accent. Very easily. You can <laughs> the out key and press E. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I press that. the what? It's <laughs> nay like it's nay like birth. See, think think of that. Oh, alt. Oh, e, it makes alt, sense. Okay. Now, oh, now I get it. It's a little simple, and then you press the letter. On an a. All right. Yes, I'm used to it on Windows, which is alt two three. Also two three three. If this is much anybody's easier. interested, yeah. So, all right, moving on to something people actually care about. John and A <laughs> is here to talk to us about sword stuff, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, we have some feedback from the last show. Um, you guys have been sending me messages, it looks like, and I wanted to make sure you got some, you got your, your fair share of airtime for it. Uh, first off, we've got, um, oh, <laughs> I didn't get his name on here. <laughs> Fail. This is uh, high quality. It's probably Vortex 5-6. Oh, it's because it was you responding to somebody. That's why. All right. Yes. So Vortex. Vortex. So Vortex 566 says the podcast was far too short. And I'm sorry, but you know how it is in show business. We always got to leave you wanting more. And uh, oh. thought that you were very quiet, Sean. And yes. it was explained later because you were playing Team Fortress 2 the whole time, much to my own derision. And then he asked to play. And apparently you guys have been playing all week, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Well, I added him uh, that afternoon, I think, maybe the day after. And uh, I saw him in the game a couple days ago and we played together for a while. <laughs> And he's pretty good. He's an excellent heavy, and I appreciated his assistance. So I just love how you, you're using this podcast in every manner possible to feed your Team Fortress 2 habit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you haven't added me yet, please be sure to do so today. How would they do that, Sean? You would go onto your Steam <laughs> account and go to add a friend and then do a search for Kate Sith with a hyphen. Ketchy, you mean? Kefshi is the correct pronunciation, but most people would say Kate Sith. <laughs> C-A-I-T-S-I-T-H. <laughs> yep, and you'll see me there. There's actually two of them, but one of them isn't me. And you can tell the one that isn't me because it's not a Team Fortress 2 account. Ah. And mine is. 
There so, you go. Fun. And you can also look up Foxworth too. Yes. Just type Foxworth and yes. you'll find him. What is the worth of a fox? I always ponder. Uh, I'd say it's about seven pounds. Seven pounds. <laughs> did you no, just laugh at your own bad joke? Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Wow. It's worth seven pounds because that's how much it weighs. Also in the forum post, Zerker let us know that uh, the podcast was confused last week as far as Igdra Union was concerned, and I have to agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly with him. Elma Fudd is on the podcast. No, I was confused. I didn't realize that Igdra yeah. Union has already come out. On the GBA, and this is just a port for the PSP. I probably knew it at some point and forgot again. I didn't realize it came out. I told you I reviewed it on the Game Boy Advance. Well, okay. It's still confusing. (laughs) So I, now I wanted to point out, I did play Riviera, so I have some experience with this series. I just never played Igdra Union. And it's punishingly hard. Um, That's probably why. Don't bother with the Game Boy Advance one. There's actually, uh, when the remake comes out... The Mac PSP the one has a baby mode in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or easy For mode. For children and, you know, gamers. <laughs> People who don't enjoy dying a thousand times. Untalented 20-something gamers who have better things to do. Right? Like me. Yes. I've got Team Fortress to play. I can't spend my time <laughs> playing Game games. And finally, from a reader named Christine, who sent an email in, um, hi, I get bored at work, so I log on to iTunes and check out a whole bunch of video game podcasts, and I have to say, I like RPG Cast the best. Well, thank you, Christine. Yay! The, po- the, the most popular podcast on iTunes is hosted by these two cannot be more, this is all hyphenated, by the way, cannot be more cliche video gamers, and the hyphenation, who have no respect to women and talk like they are still in high schools. She's fi- been listening to the other podcast I'm on? <laughs> no. Cool! <laughs> so, no, not you. I found their woman humor so vulgar that I stopped the cast and deleted it. And much to my dismay, they hate Japanese RPGs anyway, and that, in my opinion, makes them practically useless. Oh, you know, I think not. I just figured out what podcast she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's where it gives it away. Because I, I, I listened to it, and I think that's, I think that's the Cheap Ass Gamer podcast, where they don't actually hate women, because they're both married and love their wives, but I, they were doing some interesting juvenile humor about stuff they shouldn't have been doing, so... Yeah, I can see why she was disgusted by it, because so was I. The other podcast had a woman... Oh, well, never mind. That's not the one I'm thinking of, because there's no woman on that one. The other podcast had a woman, but then she shrieked at any chance she got, and she's kind of loud, so I had to delete that one, too. So It's a G4 podcast. No, two. I, that's a different one. Yeah. Oh, the other second, podcast. Oh, different oh podcast. okay. And the other one had some sort of screechy witch. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, Anna Marie, could you be screechy witch today? No, you oh, screeching up for both can. of us. Jeez. So, I don't understand okay, how that works. Why would you shriek? How is that a, an appealing podcast to just get on there and shriek? <laughs> oh. oh my god. Gotta think about the <laughs> marketing quality of that. Anyway, Christine fa- sums up by saying she just wanted to say that she's really great, really, really grateful what quality podcasts we put out every week and good work should not go unnoticed. Well, thank you very much, Christine. We appreciate thank comments you. like that. Make sure to we review us on iTunes if you haven't. We will fix it. It won't ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, just got to get that plug in there. All right. Well, why don't we start off with our special guest? Because you've made time. You've made time two weeks in a row, actually, to come and be with us, John. And you couldn't be on last week um, yeah. because of my own technical issues. But we got you here this week, and I want to thank you for doing that twice in a row for us. Um, no problem. I have no life, so that kind of works out for me. <sighs> um, no, nah, it's a. Uh, 
That's really cool. Um, Anna has a bunch of questions for you, I believe, and well, so do Mike and I, I believe. But we're going to let her kick off. And we, um, is there a basic marketing summary you want to you want to start off with about the upcoming stuff for Sword to kind of lay the ground for why you're here today? Oh, I was thinking before we do Sword, we should probably do John and E because I mean we do have a fair amount of people that listen to podcasts that started listening after we did the last one. Uh-huh. So why oh, don't okay. you tell us a little bit about yourself, John and E? Like, um, what you do, what you did before you came to Sword. Um, funny anecdote. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's that's weird. Okay, I, I actually uh, <laughs> I didn't anticipate anyone asking me about me. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that's because we're the podcast that cares. <laughs> that's right. Um, I actually uh, I, I I've worked for K Two Network now. Uh, just over three years, uh, my, my three-year anniversary uh, last week, uh, and uh, I, I started actually on on Global Me Online as a GM. I hired in as a GM and kind of worked my way up the ranks to uh, associate producer for Sword. Um, I, I worked on Sword ever since K2 got it, um, but I actually knew about Sword before K2 got it um, and was really excited to uh, to play it. And then we uh, we made a bid for it while I was working with the company. It was like, well, I want to work on that game. And so I've been working on Sword ever since. Um, before that, I actually I, I worked for Disney, uh, the Walt Disney Company, and a number of capacities uh mostly stage managing and uh i did that for seven years <laughs> it, it, it feels like forever um, <laughs> yeah while i was while i was in college uh so yeah, i got my degree in music education and 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 that's pretty much me i i've been a gamer since uh i was knee high my, my grandmother actually she bought my brothers and I uh, our first Nintendo. Um, our mom was really upset about it, and uh, our, our dad made made us uh, do book reports before we could play. <laughs> so by the time I was uh, eight, I had read like War and Peace and all these other books that I can't stand. <laughs> but I, 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 we got new games out of reading books and doing book reports, so it kind of worked out for me, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I love games. I think uh, I, I love RPGs. I, I've always loved RPGs. Like Final Fantasy three is still my absolute favorite RPG of all time. Um, I- which one? Three or six? That would be six for <laughs> that, us. That would be six. That would be six for us. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you remember where you are. This is this is RP yeah, gamer. Uh, we can't make. I mess apologize. Up like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we also want to be Japanese numbering. Jeez. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's just because now three is out. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, and well, politics nut. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about myself. That's fine. <laughs> that was good. So, so how did this work? It was like, so you want to play Tetris, huh? Well, I've got a copy of Heart of Darkness here, and I want you to get through that first. So yeah, when we first got our our Nintendo, we like played it nonstop for like a week straight, and and our father, like he was, you know, he's one of those guys who like he read the New York Times every morning, and he was a, a real heady type of guy, and he really didn't like us, you know, playing video games. So he said we needed to uh, think about it. So he let us pick what books we wanted to read and i was like six so like i was reading judy bloom uh first and then after like, <laughs> wow probably, yeah after the first six months he was all like you know you can't keep reading you know kid books and that's what he kind of stepped me up and <laughs> you're I, I, six to war and yeah, peace <laughs> i i honestly well, see the thing is like i i'm six years younger than than or no, I'm, I'm eight years younger than the oldest male so like i was always forced to kind of grow up 
because everybody else was so much older than me. Mm. So like I, I was just trying to be mature and I thought it was cool. So yeah, I, I started reading Lord of the Rings and, and, and all that. And then my dad, Warren Peace, he, I actually, oh, I got Warren Peace as a hand-me-down because my brother's are nerds and they like read the dictionary for fun and like so they gave me war and peace and, and i read war and peace in a week and i was like eight yeah and that's why i don't like english <laughs> <laughs> the, the subject or the language spelling. how do you go from doing book reports like every week to not being able to spell you know honestly <laughs> i got a perfect i got a perfect score on my verbal and on my sats oh, and my writing proficiencies proficiency exam i still don't understand how because i cannot spell for the life of me like, i think you're just rebelling subconsciously that's what my mom and, says oh my god <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because um the one year anniversary or the one year community anniversary for sword uh the anniversary of the forums is also john and his birthday and um, someone, he was really sick, and someone put up a banner wishing him happy birthday on the main page and misspelled his name. By the way, Oops. the someone was my older brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, yeah. I guess it uh, runs in the family, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just figured they thought it as a joke because your spelling is just so bad. Yeah, but they apparently they, it was not deliberate. <laughs> yeah, they, they everyone thought it was funny, but yeah, it was very funny. I thought it was rather funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we all looked at the banner and in, in clan chat and were like, "That's not how you spell Naomi." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Do you think he did it himself?" <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, oh, it was okay. good. So I guess we should actually get into... That would uh, probably be a good idea, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to maybe give us like a, a little rundown of what sort is and what make, basically what makes it different from you know, a typical MMORPG out there? I think um, you know the the thing that really separates Sword is is uh, the multi character control. It's it's a it's an MMORPG that that really feels a lot more like a, a RTS or I, I I were playing with this term real time tactical game um, because you you have a lot of RTS elements to it um, and being able to control three characters at once gives you the the ability to not have to necessarily always wait on someone else to to be able to go out and adventure and, and you can take your your characters out and and, and kill things um, sword uh, probably to its its in my opinion the, the greatest thing that the, the game does is it, it it's while there's a lot of it has a lot of fast paced combat um, it really allows the user to really determine how in depth they're going to get with the combat um, you know a lot of pvp um, you you can either control all three characters at once or you can start taking control of individual characters and switch between all the characters as you're playing um, it's it was kind of funny to see uh, one of the korean um, uh, gaming um, tournaments for sword uh they actually were doing that and, and like watching the guys play like they were it looked like they were like speed typing it was it was really amazing so i i think that's kind of sword it's 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 an mmo there's a lot of storyline it's set in uh, a mythical 16th century uh, america where 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 the new world called Granado Espada is is being colonized and and players play pioneer fi- families who are who are exploring the the western reaches of of this new continent that uh hasn't been seen so 
Interesting. Yeah. I think this is a pretty good summation. I always try to tell people when I'm trying to talk them into the game, it's like, what if we came to the new world and it had monsters and stuff? And people are like, what? Really? And it's like, yeah, you should try it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's, there are, there are a lot of uh, wonderful reveals as the story continues. You know, you, there are real world areas that, that you get to see uh, in game, and, and the in game take on those real world areas are, are in- very interesting sometimes. And Nocturnal Sonata, the new expansion we're releasing next week, is, is actually going to do another new reveal. So it'll be really interesting to see how uh, players uh, handle that. Interesting. I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Are you okay. going to make the rewards for doing the main story? Um, I'm not going to say worthwhile, but more interesting because so far I've like played a lot of the game and I realize I've done very little of the actual story. Um, what's happening? Actually, very. Huh. Yes, we are actually. Uh, Nacho Sonata <laughs> is going to introduce uh, the polishes, um, which I know a lot of our cash shop users uh, probably know about already. Um, the polishes will become an item that everybody gets. It's going to be a reward for doing the main quest lines um, and, and a lot of the UPC quests. So players will have the opportunity to do that and, and take part of, of the whole new polish system. Polishes. For people who don't know, um, there are items that you trade to an NPC in-game, and that NPC will then give you uh, we call an ancestral item. It's an item that's soul-bound to you that's um, of higher quality than other items of its of its level. So they're, they're pretty powerful items, and, and that's going to become a, a core facet to the game from level 1 all the way through 150. 150. So are there going to be higher-level ancestral items then? Yes, okay. uh, Nocturnal Sonata will introduce the um, veteran polishes and, and the highest level, the level 100 uh, ancestral armors and, and weapons. Uh-huh. So. Oh, good. I've been having wow. trouble getting higher level armors. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 will help, uh, this will help a lot of players who, uh, who have gotten to the 80, uh, 84 elite gap, um, and, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to, to pick up these 100 uh Ancestral items and, and keep leveling into Bahamar. And, Heck, I have trouble finding 84 elite armors, even. I mean, for certain those I classes. Can, those I can find. It's the uh, it's the 92 elites I'm having trouble finding uh, now. Well, and they are so expensive right now. <laughs> it's land of the dead land for you. <laughs> we we found them, so now we have to farm them. Yeah, I was going to say, the 92 Elites, I think people have just really gotten into and, and getting. Um, we, we, I think we launched uh, Land of the Dead that introduced the 92 Elites back in March, um, and or April, sorry. And the first person to get a 92 Elite wasn't until halfway through May. So people are just really getting those uh, out and about. So we'll see a lot more of them this summer. Interesting. I, and you don't find this weird that it takes people that long to actually get through this content? Not really. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in the game. Um, you know, we we kind of feel there there is going to be uh, a kind of a consumption curve. Um, one of the reasons why we didn't release Bahamar Bayou um, right right away was because we knew that players were still trying to get these items that they were not going to have access to. So um, uh-huh. we're. A lot of it is is waiting and making sure that we're not releasing things too quickly, so players feel that you know there's wasted content and, and making sure that that people have the chance to to go and, and hunt those items. Okay. So speaking of Bahamar Bayou, 
Um, I did want to ask, um, how successful has it been so far? Like, um, about how much of the player base has actually gone to Bahamar Bayou? We're seeing right now, uh, this number is from a week ago, uh, but we were seeing about 8% of the player population getting into Bahamar. Um, we're, we originally weren't going to release it until we thought about 20% could get in, but with National Sonata coming and, and with everyone kind of ready to move on with something new, we, we gave them uh, that. So a small percentage of the population is getting there, but we're actually working, especially this summer, we're going to do a big push to get a, a lot more players into the veteran area of the game so that they're experiencing Land of the Dead and Bahama Bayou and, and all that good stuff. So we're, we're actually really happy with where, where we are with Bahama Bayou right now. Okay. Because, yeah, like, for myself, Land of the Dead was sort of very meh. Yeah. But um, the bayou seems really interesting. Yeah. We, we actually, one of the, the funniest things, because you know, a lot of players, a lot of our hardcore players post on the forums, and, and they were very upset when we said we were going to delay the re- release of Bahamar Bayou um, because players weren't ready for it. But, you know, those same players went in the game, and, and, you know, they were like, oh, this is really easy. And we're like, well, we weren't talking about you guys. We know you guys could do it. Uh, <laughs> The, the raid attached to Bahamar Bay was actually completed the second day it was open. Um, and so, like, it's it's kind of amazing our players are able to, to really uh, step up and do that. IMC was kind of shocked to see that happen. When they released in Korea, it took a month before players were able to take the, the raid boss in Bahamar. Yeah, but, you know, we just look up all the strategies from the Korean forums, so... There, there is that. There is that. And I also, I also think our our players tend to play the game differently than than the Koreans um, do, uh, and way differently than J- Japanese players just do. We're more likely to to group up together. Um, a lot of players in Bahamar are do, are squatting together and they're playing together to to be successful there. So uh, in in Japan and Korea, that that isn't really how the game's played. It's much more solo oriented. So yeah. I, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. I find that interesting because like the cultural difference is supposed to be the other way around, isn't it? With the Asian cultures being more socially oriented and us being more wanting to go it on the go it alone. This is funny. I, I keep getting questions like this. Uh, I, I just had an article uh, interview with a, another company and, and they asked basically the same question. <laughs> yeah, it, I do. It, it is interesting to, to really see the difference between uh, the Korean players and, and, and Western players. Uh, in general, I, I think we're all really as social, um, you know, I think the biggest difference is when you really look at uh, how Korean players play, they, they play really close to each other. So because they're playing so close, they, they are a lot more social in a physical sense that if we're going to go to lunch, hey, let's all go to lunch together. Um, but for like the Western audience, we actually have more, more interest of, of being together in game than trying to meet locally because, you know, we're thousands of miles apart when we're playing. So. Oh, wow. That's like some big sort of cultural statement about us living out virtual lives that are opposite of our real lives or something. I, I, I think that, honestly, it really is. I, I When I was in Korea, um, we went to a, a PC bank or a PC cafe there, and uh, it was it was really funny because we were, we were in a rather affluent area um, when we were there, and it was a really nice place. Uh, but we sat down, and there were all these guys in suits like playing sword. Like I didn't understand what was going on. Like I, it was lunchtime, but I didn't really click in my head that these, these were, you know, established, you know, uh, people who were playing the game and they're talking about faction wars and, and, and our game. It's really, it's really, really weird to see that. But when you're in game, there's really nothing going on because no one's really talking to each other in game because they're all talking in, in the room that they're in. So, 
but we kind of do the same thing too. So it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, like especially as things. you get up into the rating clans and stuff, like yeah. um, if they're not using Vent, TeamSpeak, or Skype, I mean, they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Exactly, exactly. Because I wondered if uh, IMC thought releasing Far Isle first had anything to do with that, how Bahamar is relatively easy. If releasing what was? Releasing Fire Isle before uh, Bahamar made the difference. We actually, uh, we don't feel feel that way right now. Um, Fire Isle actually, in my personal opinion, is underutilized. Um, we actually, I don't think we've even had a clan even try to try the raid yet. Um, so, I, I don't think it really had a big um, impact. I think we oh, did. No, we oh. didn't. The big problem we had with that was um, the type change between the right. third and fourth zones. Right. Oh. <laughs> so, um, but I, 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 I think um, since, since uh, really, if 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 the raid boss was being consistently downed, I would agree with that. But because it's not, there are other items you can get in Fire Isle. I, I just don't think it was uh, as big a, a driving force behind. Uh, the North American audience being able to take on Bahamar better than uh, than other areas. Okay. Okay. So, are you looking forward to Wednesday? <sighs> looking forward <laughs> to. That's an interesting question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a loaded question? Would you like yeah, me to it, rephrase it? <laughs> in, in a way, yes, because I'll get to sleep in that day. But uh, no, we're <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. He'll be broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we actually uh, because IMC is going to be helping us uh, on their end in Korea. We're we're going to be uh, bringing the servers down at three p.m. So a lot of the the staff isn't going to get in until about two. But uh, yeah, it's it's we just finished our our final test on on the the version we're launching on on Wednesday, and we're good to go. So it's it's been a long, long, long three months. It's been a, a long week. Uh, I think I missed a couple days this week, but uh, so yeah, we're we're really excited. It's 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 looking really good. There's a lot of fun stuff that I think we haven't even talked about yet. The players will be able to to see as soon as they log in, and they'll be really excited to to see some new stuff. Well, that's interesting. So you do have some uh, surprises hidden up your sleeve. There's some there's some surprises for for June 25th and and the rest of the summer and uh, this fall and 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 this holiday season we have a lot of stuff that we're not talking about but things are happening. Well, I'm I'm gonna have to. I have a question about that later. But um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how come? Oh, I guess maybe you've answered this already, but I mean, Manifest Destiny, the patch was available ahead of time, and this time you guys opted not to do that? Yes, we had a lot of issues um, with uh, releasing the manual patch uh, with Manifest Destiny, so much so that we realized that we ended up having two different versions of the client out there that we had to rectify in the, the month of May. Um, so we're not <laughs> doing that again. Um, everybody will be able to download the patch through the patcher on June 25th. We don't anticipate having any issues with that. Um, we're using a, a, a really, uh, excuse me, really, a really good um, distribution service, um, and and we're we're very confident we'll be able to pull it off. And if we need to, we'll, we can pull additional assets from other areas to help the the downloading of the patch. But we're we're confident we're going to be down for eight hours. But in that time period, people will be able to get the the patch without a problem. Okay. Are you going to do Frag the AM again? 
Um, honestly, I don't know that we'll have the staffing for it. Uh, we're, we're all really going to be, uh, this time around, we want to make sure we catch a lot of the issues that we missed last time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to put, put, put everybody in game, but it's very likely we'll see AM Canelius doing something or another. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what he has planned, but he usually has crazy ideas. So yes, it's, it's very likely we'll see something like that. So we have two new characters coming out. Uh, we have Vincent Rio and Baco. Is that how you pronounce it? Baco? Yeah, Baco. Uh, we actually, we, technically Nocturnal Sonata has four characters. Uh, uh, Vincent Rio. We know about. Well, you, right now we've, we've talked, I think, mostly about Vincent and, and Baco. But um, like, you know, Manifest Destiny, we originally started with only six uh, or uh, four UPCs. At the end, we had uh, nine. Um, the Nocturnal Sonata is the same way. Um, Vincent Rio is going to be the first uh, UPC out the door. He uh, he's a minstrel. He actually uh, he he starts with uh, possession lightning, which is a, a, a lightning cat. He uh, elemental lightning spell, and he starts with that stance. And then later on, he gets his loot, and he can start dealing damage with his loot. And uh, it has a splash effect. So he he uses music literally to kill his foes, and uh, Baco who loot going to be a quest. I'm sorry, what is the loot a quest? I cannot answer that at this time. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. <laughs> well, I mean, aren't all I, these I, details out for the other versions of the game? I don't understand. Yeah, the, but our the secrecy. Is somewhat different. Oh, is there, it? There, 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 there's a lot of things that that players should experience themselves and and i i think uh, a lot of the information especially on on vincent and, and bako for the first time we can be very tight-lipped about it because most of the information isn't in english this time around so um so yeah we're we're, we're very excited to see what the players do when they get in game and, and they experience these these characters and hmm. and and they'll get to experience new quests and, and new things that that happen that haven't happened before okay so he's He's going to be delayed, but can we talk about Baco for a little bit? Yeah, Baco, he'll actually be out in um, July, I believe. Uh, late July, we'll see Baco hit uh, our shores. He's, uh, <laughs> he's a martial artist, uh, kind of a, a very cocky type of martial artist. Uh, he's very confident in who he is. He's the only character that will have the um, chapter of mind stance, hmm. um, which is uh, deals... Uh, psychic damage to to opponents uh using mind and body so he's he's very very powerful um we're we're expecting him to be a very popular popular upc when he comes out uh in in july then after that um we'll be getting calypso in late quarter three early quarter four this year she uh she uses the crossbow um she introduces that weapon to the new world so uh, her stances are are very 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 intriguing yeah. uh, there are there are a lot of interesting things that she does with her crossbow that i, I think will be really fun she she ends up getting a vet stance well she gets a vet stance in, in uh 3.0 but she it's it's very cool and then after that uh this fall uh, during the holiday season, we'll get Claire, and Claire is uh, <gasps> yes, yes, really. It's holiday. Ooh, we'll now that's big news because we she, didn't think we were going to get her till after next year. Yeah, a lot of people were, were, were assuming that we we yeah we we have it happening. So she'll she'll be in game. She's uh, a, a cute 
uh, little girl who has a powerful little arm. She actually one she holds uh, two hundred weapons with one hand, and she oh, she's geez. out of control. She summons uh, monsters, and she's a very very popular character worldwide. And we're hope we can't wait to get her here. So Excellent. she'll be very exciting. I now have four little children to choose from for parties. <laughs> well, okay. I- Okay, I shouldn't say she's a little ch- she's a little child. She's she's not. She oh, okay. she is a woman. Okay, but uh, never mind. Then. But she's, she's very diminutive. Yeah, she's very slight in stature. Oh, <laughs> which is really funny because then you have like this little petite chick who's all like teehee. She has like this giant two handed weapon in one of her hands. <laughs> she, she is the Taro Taro of sort of the new. <laughs> homeboy. She's the one that's rumored to be Claude's daughter, right? I cannot <laughs> talk about it. He can't that. comment on rumors and speculation, Hannah. <laughs> I, I, really I believe think... she is his adopted daughter. Well, but you'll have to find out. You'll but I will to have to wait and see. <laughs> As the Nocturnal Sonata story will unfold, we'll see where she fits into the world. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, clearly, you know, Sword is not afraid of having uh, family relationships. I mean, Angie is the Niece of Jack? Jack, yeah. Yes. Kurt's the adopted Callum son of... He... Yeah. Sorry, who was the adopted son? Kurt's the Kurt... adopted son. Oh, well, if you don't know, then I, I guess I can't tell you. <laughs> Kurt's the adopted son of... Oh, Sir that Linden. guy that's always making the Sir stupid Linden. announcements, yeah. like Leiden or something. Yeah, yeah Sir Linden and uh, Eduardo and, and Garcia are brothers. Mm-hmm. And Selva is in that mix as well, but we'll find out more about that in in Echoes of Empire. I still need to get um, Kurt and Garcia. They, they take so long to get. It's been I'm kind of discouraging not, at this point. I'm going to have to do that now. Yeah, I think a lot of people... Um, Garcia and, and, and Grinma are, are two characters that are really status symbols, um, intentionally so. So they are definitely the hardest characters in the game to get. Um, oh. Kurt and Lyndon are very difficult to get, but nowhere near as difficult as, as, as Grandma and, and Garcia. So oh, I didn't realize Garcia was on the level of Grandma. I thought Garcia just had a hard boss involved. Does it have the rare drops as well? She, there, there, are, there are a lot of things that you have to go through just to be able to start the oh, quest geez. to get him. And then his quest to get him is not very easy. Which is including yeah. getting either Edward or Kurt, if I recall correctly. Right. No. Is it? No, no, you don't have to no, no, no. You don't. You don't have to actually. No, but you have to do like every quest in like two different areas of the world and other things, right? Yeah. You have to do all of the Iceland quests, and then there's another one, and yeah, yeah. I looked at that. It's quite the grind. um, No. (laughs) (laughs) You've got your Vicky. You got your Catherine. I think you're done for now, right? (laughs) The long quests. I'm I'm kind of worn out for now. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. I was actually shocked to see the first uh, day we released Garcia. We had a player get him that very night. We were. We were actually all sitting around in the office talking, and, and we looked on the forums, and someone posted a picture of it. We were like, what? Oh <laughs> our plan? Because we had it within a day, maybe two. Yeah. There, there are a couple of people who, who had been preparing for a very long yeah. time to get Garcia as soon as he came out, and they were ready to go. And so. <laughs> so it can be done. It's not like it Brenma, where you have to get a rare drop to get a rare drop to get a rare boss to get a rare drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, Vicky. I'm I'm at the point where I should be hunting that stupid dog that isn't even guaranteed to drop my item. Oh, only 19 kills. What are you talking about? Uh, 
Oh, we're going to scare people away with this talk. This is just bonus <laughs> stuff. This is not, no, not no, required no. in this any is, way. <laughs> this is a lot better than, than most hunting because it spawns every 16 minutes. You just have to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, again, these are, these are characters. These are really the status symbols. Yeah, these are, these are, these mm-hmm. are the things that when you see someone walk, running through with Vicky, you know, they did a lot of work to get that character. And, and or so, they paid a lot of viz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Some of the yeah, characters. Yeah, but I mean, even traded. with Vicky, there's a component that you can't pay for. Yeah. Um, well, which I think she's talking about using the mercenary contract. Uh, I don't think many people mark their Vickies. I've seen shouts it for happens. it lately, but I, I saw a three Vicky family. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> but I, I asked that person. I was like, "You didn't buy those?" He's like, "No, I had alt characters to it." Oh wow. <laughs> I'm like, you did that quest three times? You're insane. Hey, that's even okay. more of a status symbol, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Oh, here's, here's the loaded question that I think I'm not going to get the answer for. Can we actually talk about what stances we are or aren't getting in the expansion yet? Um, the, the stances that people know of, we are getting. Is that okay. a good answer? That is- <laughs> that We're getting- no. so, <laughs> there, there are some that seem to be in question, like Outrage shot. We will be getting outrage shot I, again. Like Manifest Destiny, things are going to be coming over time. So um, before the end of the summer, all those stances will be in game. Okay, but they're not all coming as soon as the expansion hits on Wednesday. No, on Wednesday, um, tactical assistance will become available. Um, what, sight shot is going to be available, and mighty cruise will be available, um, as well now- as you know Vincent stances. Um. Shoot, what was the first one that she named? Uh, Sight tacti- shot. Oh. No. Um, tactical uh, something. Tactical assistance. Medical yeah. stance. Tactical assistance. Oh, tactical assistance. Yes. That's going to be quested, right? Um, that's an answer I cannot. Yet. It's going to be obtainable <laughs> in some way. I, 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 I'll oh, yes. Players, players will be able to obtain the the the, the begin to obtaining the stance in game on the twenty fifth. Okay. Check your local listings. Check I guess I have a couple questions about the cash shop to, okay. to kind of change uh, gears a little bit. So um, you guys had a fire sale, um, I guess about a month ago. Uh-huh. Basically had a gold sale for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of complaints from Europeans. Um, oh, of do the you timing. guys have a European fire sale in the works? We actually already did one. Um, okay. We've actually done several. Um, and multiple times uh, uh, through the, the past three weeks. Um, is this for the um, the drop increase item? The survival manual, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we, we've definitely done them more than once. Uh, I know when the first time we did it, uh, it was a Friday afternoon, and it was an idea that we, we finally had everything ready to go, and we just wanted to see what it did, and so we did it. <laughs> and people got upset because you know we did it during it was i think 6 p.m. or 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. something uh pacific center time so the europeans were yeah, on absolutely and I, so how did this i was i was ticked because it was 4 4 p.m. and like people like coming home from work they're like oh the sales over now Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, part of, part of the sale, and this is something that um, our other games do, it's something we haven't until very recently had the ability to do. Um, so a lot of the sale is kind of just being on at the right time. Um, we're, we're trying to uh, focus the sale, though, during our peak periods um, for both the European, our European audience and our North American audience so that it's not going to happen at a time, you know, 4 p.m. is 
probably the worst time in the world to do a sale like that. Although it was very effective, <laughs> it was probably the worst time in the world. <laughs> uh, okay. First so um, we are trying to tailor them to be more in our peak period time periods, but um, we're we're doing them both. Whenever we do one for for the European audience, we also do one for the North American audience too. So and vice versa, I assume. Uh, say that. Uh, say that again. And vice versa, I assume. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so um, there have been the the two new books, the 100% Experience and the 20% Drop Rate books. Um, thus far, they've been given out as prices. So about how many have been distributed so far? We've distributed, uh, I, I believe it's less than 20 uh, so far of the 100% books. <laughs> the Drop Rate books, um, we're well into the six or 700 of them. Um, those we'll be seeing, uh, the, the G1 rewards counter will be getting that in July. So, uh, players will be able to, to just get it just for purchasing gold. Um, the 100% XP books, we will not be seeing return. Unfortunately, um, I was trying to work out a deal so we can get it on the cash shop and IMC, uh, finally decided that would not be a very good idea. So we're not going to be doing that. But uh, the 20% um, drop rate book will be around and available through myriad ways through the rest of the summer. And probably probably in the fall or during the holiday season, we'll try to get it on the cash shop. Uh, I'm still working with IMC to figure out exactly when that will happen. Well, what about 30% through 90%? There's a lot of other numbers in there you could try and go for. for we, XP books. <laughs> we currently... We currently run at a higher XP rate than any other version. Yeah. Um, 150%? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh so because of that, uh, the experience books that we have are are limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of frustrating on my end because uh, I always want to do like XP events, but we can't because our XP is so high already. So uh, It doesn't feel that high to me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm yeah, just the, impatient. The, the expert grind is starting to get to me. I'm, oh I'm into gosh. the 70s now, and it's like... And to know that we're getting it two and a half times faster. Yeah, I was like, if I had to do this for six months instead of two months, I don't I don't know if I could do that. No, I mean, we're looking. We're, we're also looking at doing other things, that, and this is an issue I brought up with IMC, because it's, a, it's something that, that is always going to be a concern. It's something that we always need to be looking at, um, the leveling progress of the game. Um, Right now, uh, Nocturnal Sonata is going to make a change to the lower levels, um, so it will be more difficult to level in the lower levels. Um, the mobs will be more difficult, but leveling should be faster in those areas due to new quests and new experience, and, and, and the monsters giving more experience. So you should be able to level through you know, 1 does, through 40 faster. Does that affect the does power the, leveling at all? Or is that just yeah, I was going to say, does the low level matter? Because you put your vet on and it's over anyway. I did 1 to 40 in about 3 hours. Right, but I mean... Yeah, but you have a vet. Uh, okay, well, that's, yes, that's that the question, though. Is that really like, just affecting new characters, or is this... Veteran, yeah? I, I think what, what I'm saying is um, we, we're looking at the game as a whole, um, and new players mm-hmm. experience what you're talking about, but right at the front gate door. So okay. 
one thing we're doing, one of the things that we have been doing, like we're doing with Nocturnal Sonata, is trying to ease that front door entrance. We know that there's an issue with the back door. We're aware of it. Um, we're looking at ways that we can do things like we did with the front door and, and uh, ease that leveling process as well. I mean, we've added new Pioneer Memorials um, to many of the high-level zones, Katovic, um, Bahamar, um, uh, Tobacco, all those areas are, are getting them, so there will be more quests, again, more experience. Um, we're I did not going know to that. be editing the monster regenerate in a lot of areas. Um, a lot of players, uh, we'll see how the players respond to that. We may, you know, tone it back some, but we're looking at that and making sure that there's more monsters so you level faster. Yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword because it makes it harder to AFK sometimes. It, right. That that isn't our first concern, <laughs> but um, we do we do want to be sure that our players do feel that. Um, by making this change, it's a positive change. Well, I mean, you can't honestly expect people to level through expert actively. I mean, AFK leveling has to be assumed, doesn't it? I mean, because that, otherwise that's m- years of your life that you'd have to spend to do it. I, I, I have learned oh. in my time, uh, I've learned not to assume anything. <laughs> I, I would so. think those that do it actively would get there faster. I understand the benefit to doing it actively, but I mean, especially, say, the Korean version of the game where it's, you know only base xp it would be you would have to not do anything else to ever get to it i, I just don't understand how you could pull it off without afk well, they, they had a what six no how much lead did they have from from us uh, when year. they first started uh, about a, the lead long? time is fine but i mean it would still just take forever i i don't know i mean well when did expert come out for it. them uh they got expert last fall so not that far ahead of us mm-hmm so, but like I'm saying, like we're 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 aware of that. We do move faster than the the Korean market, uh, and and we're looking at ways to make the game move even faster, um, without necessarily having to increase the XP or or, or drop the the XP per level. So, I was kind of wondering how long before expert will have to be grind through. Do you have any timetable for the next level? For master, um, we'll probably mm-hmm. see master. Uh, at, at this point, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm thinking we'll see it this fall. Um, we're, we're getting a lot of people, uh, well, a lot. <laughs> I think there are, <laughs> are 35 people who have uh, capped expert so far. But uh, as that expert? Yeah. Wow. That, as that number increases, we'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll be releasing master. They gotta be bots. How the heck do you cap expert? You know, when I first saw it, I was like, I want a list of account names. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they've been fully vetted, as far as you know, as being it, legitimate. There, there were a couple of them that we did have to remove, but mm. um, <laughs> were, were, were legitimate players who, who made their way. Through, so. Nice. So if you're going to bot, Using don't be first. Methods, including possibly AFKing, if that makes you feel any better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> haven't we learned this lesson if you're gonna be the first don't bot like the first 10 people that got to level 100 like four of them were bots yeah <laughs> yeah and they all got banned <laughs> they were banned okay so uh let's see here so we're not are you gonna be giving out any more of those 100 exp books or is that it they're done uh that's it they're done um, wow. I see was very not very happy that we we had done it in the first place, uh, and and they're not very um, not very cool with it. So, yeah. Okay. So, so lucky turn, few. There you go. Yeah. Let Let's turn to I guess a couple of botting questions. Self gain lotters. 
Are they are they going to get further dealings? Are they going to get extra penalties? We we've actually um, pretty much uh, taken the strictest stance uh, that we have for a while. Uh, we're we're no longer uh, giving a first warning. Uh, if if you're banned for for body, you're gone for good. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where we've been for the past seven days, and and we'll continue that stance. Okay. Um, do you guys have an ETA on the in-game reporting tool yet? We're working on it. Um, uh, we are working on it, and we're working on it. IMC is <laughs> releasing a, another update for us later this year. Um, we're trying to make it work internally right now. It's just if, if it continues to, to make clients crash, there's no way we're going to release it. And so we're, we're going to keep working on it until we get it work running. So. Yeah, speaking of clients crashing, what about um, the X-Bot junk stuff? Whatever that... Anti cheat thing, yeah. <laughs> is that a. What about X Trap? There were rumors of potentially investigating other methods of dealing with it with a program that isn't as. Um, we we despised. did fully. <laughs> we did eventually fully vet uh, X Trap. Okay. Uh, I, I, I did a, a full list of, of, of hacks and, and, and bots and different things, uh, discussing with Wise Logic there their stance and their position on, on different things. And, and we've come to the conclusion that um, wise, Log- wise Logic isn't um, really trying to create X-Trap to block botters. Uh, that's not what their major concern is. Their major concern is hacks. Mm-hmm. Um, we, since having X-Trap live, we've actually been the only country to not be affected by several uh, hacks that occurred um, in, in the other nations. And so we're very uh, ha- happy about that. Okay. Um, and Xtrap is doing its job as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, uh, our, our, our Singaporean counterpart uh, was down for several days due to uh, hacking that Xtrap was able to block for us. So I, I understand uh, that, but that, that protection comes at a high price i mean my system becomes much less functional when that program is running in the background i mean there are times if i have sword open in a window there are certain programs that run i can't move the windows of those other programs while xtrap is running i mean (laughs) there are times when it will lock out the mouse completely from my control and it it just seems odd to me that you know are, are we really willing to pay that loss of functionality for you know protecting a couple hacks that probably can be fixed with patches. I, I, I yes. just I don't understand it. Well, you here's, here's the thing. And, and like uh, speed hack, have you? Say what? You haven't seen things like the speed hack, have you? No, I probably yeah, haven't. Go onto YouTube. Well, I have to make my case here, you know? <laughs> All right. But I mean, no, but Chris, I'm making like an actual point here too. Okay. Uh, and you know what? I'm not a big fan of X-Trap. I'm really not. And, I mean, I've actually gone on YouTube and found videos of people doing this crazy speed hack, and they will dump the entire zone of monsters, and it literally looks like the zone isn't even spawning. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't it, doesn't it strike you as odd that games like World of Warcraft, which are played by probably even more people, can survive without a program like X-Trap, and yet Sword doesn't uh, seem to be able to? They have a program like X-Trap. They, uh, you just don't know it's running. Okay, then that well, that's fine. Well, I would love uh, if I didn't know X-Trap is running, but the problem exactly. is well, I do know X-Trap is running, and it's very it, noticeable. Isn't, isn't World of Warcraft basically a rootkit? Um, yeah, the Sentinel is incredibly invasive. 
Yeah. As long as I don't know about it, to be quite honest, I don't care. But you do know about it. You know Sentinel <laughs> so, exists. I don't know. No, no, I didn't no, actually. Lesson, I'll be Jeremy honest with you, Mike. I did not. X trap. Yeah. The thing um, is, you know, have a system the, that doesn't crash your computer and well, cause it okay, to lock Okay, let's let John up. respond, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we do know <laughs> issues with X-Trap. I'm not saying there aren't issues with X-Trap. What I am saying is that I saw a huge loss in revenue, a huge loss in, in, in uh, users on other versions who weren't running X-Trap. Okay. I'm sorry. It, blo- it protected Ooh, us. Running? It, it was, it's, it's worth its salt. Okay. I, that's that's all I have to see is that players who never who will never return to the game um, because they experience what happened in in, in other versions, uh, and I didn't have to deal with that because I was running X Trap. So well, I mean, those are very I, good benefits. I just I just hope we like can I at said, least keep bringing I, I feedback to them about improving I, the product. <laughs> I, I do understand what you're saying. We are working with Wise Logic and getting a lot of patches from Wise Logic to help a lot of the. Um, um, memory leak issues that the the, pro- the program currently has. Um, Wise Logic is also um, looking into actually finally upgrading to Vista, so we'll be able to support this. <laughs> hey, Could help. Yeah. yeah, they're 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 the only ones we're waiting for now. But um, but overall, Xtrap has done an excellent job in protecting the game from hacks, and 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 so we'll continue to support Xtrap. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so last two questions. Um, patch 3.0 is the big patch coming out next year we don't really have uh any major details about it yet but it does have a graphical overhaul and i guess my question is is what is that going to mean for system requirements because sorry i had a hiccup there (laughs) um the big thing that k2 always prides itself on is they're not the latest greatest cutting edge games and so you see a lot of people that are playing war rock and night online and even sword that have really old computers that they can't play anything else Um, first of all sword is the latest greatest game Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know sorry on on the graphical edge at the same time as incredibly good looking as Sword is, it doesn't have strict requirements. Right now, like requirements uh, for it are something like five years old. You right. can't play Quake on a five-year-old computer. Right, well, right now, and I, I've I've heard this concern before. Uh, right now, we are not planning a huge graphical overhaul. Okay, um, the new areas will look better than anything we've seen previously. A lot of that has to do with the fact that we're dealing with programmers who have gotten used to the system, who know its tweaks, its ins and outs, who knows how to get the most out of our requirements, system requirements. Um, that said, I am anticipating a slight increase to the system requirements, not anything that's going to be substantial. This is in reference to version 3? To Echoes of Empire, the, the expansion we're planning to release in, in uh, quarter 1 of okay. 2009. So um, it, it is the, the new areas will look better, um, but it's a lot like um, you know Blizzard. Uh, I always compare this to this when Blizzard did Burning Crusade. They added a whole lot more polygons. Um, their system requirements didn't necessarily go up because of that, because they were able to code in a way that the game would be able to run on mm-hmm. on the base system requirements. The same thing's happening to Sword. Okay. Well, the system requirements did change for a while. The minimum requirement was fifty six k. Went up to broadband. Oh, well, oh, okay. Internet, that, that yeah. was. I think that was actually something else, though, because uh, they added Warden, and that's what kind of why they. And said the patches started getting really big. Exactly. But I mean, I, they did say I, the graphics did play some. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Uh, I do anticipate our patches becoming larger. That's my biggest concern, actually, at the moment. 
um, with the new graphics. But overall, system requirements itself, I, I don't see that increasing very much. Can I clarify something? Sort of the New World 2, which is Granado Spada 3, I think. Is that right? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it all straight. That's that's the next like version, like the ma- major overhaul thing, right? I mean, is that is that having upgrades as well, or is that just really, or is that the quarter one two thousand nine thing you were just mentioning, and it isn't? Our 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 next major update is called Echoes of an Empire. Okay. It'll actually be uh, a version change where, we, so we are going to technically be, I guess, for the North American audience, it would be uh, Sword Two, um, where in the the Eastern audience, it's it's Sword version three point oh. Okay. Um, so we are we are making that change. Um, okay. And yes, in in that version, Echoes of an Empire, we will be getting uh, increased graphical abilities. But as you were saying, it wasn't really something that's going to be upping the minimum requirements very heavily. Yeah. I, I, again, one of the big things that that IMC has always been very good at, good about is realizing that they have a free to play client. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something that well, when you're dealing with when you're a developer like you know Activision or Blizzard or or, or EA, um, when when you're dealing with these free to play clients, you know you have a or, or premium clients, you know you have a player base who is going to have a system that can run it. Um, for us, we have to be able to distribute it, distribute it online, so that requires a lot of compressing, a lot of um, organization, and a lot of uh, planning and detailed um, thought. So that's all being put into this, and and so that's all all going to, to, to make what I think a lot of people are worried about, about having to upgrade their systems. It's not going to be an issue okay. it, it, for the most part. Okay, last question. Um, can we get a quick rundown of basically what a typical player will be looking forward to in 2008? Maybe month-by-month month things, if you can give us like little hints and stuff. Sure. Um, <laughs> this month, we're, we're getting Nocturnal Sonata, so we're introdu- introducing Vincent, a few new stances, and a whole lot of uh, fixes, changes, uh, updates. Um, next month, uh, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary on July 10th. If you have a sword account and you do not log in jo- July 10th, you're crazy. Um, we're mm-hmm. we're going to have a huge in-game event um, throughout the month of July, but July 10th is going to be a very, very special day for everybody who logs in. So, uh, I said it. Um, uh, also in July, we are planning on getting our Baco character. Um, August, uh, we're all, August is going to be our, our Olympics um, for K2 Network, the Gamers First Olympics. Uh, we're going to be playing a lot of different games with a lot of different players. Um, we're going to see a lot of players from other games come to our game and vice versa. So we're expecting a lot of fun to, to be had there. Um, in September or, or early October, we're playing uh, another big update, um, uh, update three for, uh, for Nocturnal Sonata um, that will introduce Calypso. Um, and then October again, we're going to have our our big holiday Semana de los Muertos uh, event for Halloween. Uh, November we are going to be seeing Claire released, and December we're going to have another fun uh, uh, New World holiday like we did last year. Um, there's a lot of other stuff coming up in new cash up items, a huge sale, uh, a lot of craziness is going to happen. I'm like get my Santa hat. Yes, Santa hat yes I need back. the Santa clothes that I missed last year. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have more than one song. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> please, pretty please, with cherry on top, maybe some sugar, whipped cream. Oh, hot fudge, anything insane. I just started shutting off song. my music every time I went to town. <laughs> like, oh, not this crap again. <laughs> I forgot one really important thing. I can't oh, sure. Uh, so in September. 
the the update we get update three for Nocturnal Sonata, um, we will be getting a, uh, a an update that has pets. Hey, hey. what? Before three early? I didn't know those came out before three yeah, we we we, uh, we are very happy to be able to say that pets will be in sort of the new world this fall. Excellent! Wow, that is fantastic. And then uh, in in January or February, we should be getting seeing Echoes of an Empire on on our shores. Whether it's going to be in, in uh, a public test server or on the live servers, we'll see it live somehow. Okay, so now you've gone and dropped the bomb on pets. When can we get more details about? the pets and what they're <laughs> we'll, doing we'll, we'll talk more about pets as soon as we get nocturnal sonata live okay uh we'll, we'll definitely uh but before that happens we'll, we'll have a lot to say about them they're they're cute they're fuzzy and and they do a lot of cool things yeah and that's what we want to know what they do <laughs> <laughs> excellent so well thank you for sharing that with us well i hear they loot that's all they really need to do <laughs> one I think of that's them why does, everyone's yes. excited yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all right cool well, that's our sword interview. Thank you, John, for that. Are you going to stick around with us for the rest of the podcast? I assume. I actually have another interview. To oh, okay. Do, so. All right. But it was great talking with you guys. Oh well, thanks for being on. All right. All right. I'll come back and I'll come back and we'll do something about pets. About excellent, that? excellent. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, then matter. we're going to take a short break and let John get out of here, and then we'll come back and resume with news and what we've been playing. So, just stand by, everyone. Thanks, John. Honey. Thanks, John. All right, and we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. All right, what so let's... Jeez, hmm? oh, man, I had a nap and I got a meal. And... <laughs> Did we put you to sleep there, Sean? <laughs> it was great. Are we back? <laughs> yes, this, the sword content is over for those of you who um, are not avid players of the, of the game, but I know that there are a lot of you out there are who are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, let's get into the rest of the show. We got some news for you. Uh, first story, Zoids gets pushed back. Oh, Zoids Assault, which is an Atlas game, is going to be pushed back and now see a release on September 9th. Um, that is a giant biomechanical war machines, fully customizable. So I yeah, forgot well, when it was coming Wild out. Zoids is a really big uh, cartoon series in Japan. I don't know if it's big here. but Is it even on TV here? It might be. I just don't want it. It could be WB sure. or something. I've lost faith yeah. in a lot of some a lot of the recent you know dubs of anime. So, yeah. oh well, blah uh, blah blah blah. All right, grab your crayons, draw for the little king. I like that headline. Xseed Games and Marvelous have decided they're holding an artwork contest for the upcoming Little King story. Uh, that's the that's the game that has. What were you saying, Anna? There was a lot of people from um, uh, some very popular games involved in that one. Yeah, that we like, forgot to mention um, last week. We we totally blew over like who's making this game. Um, if you go and go Little King story, uh, and I bet you it's still under Little King in our database. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little King. <laughs> I was just looking at this the other day, and now I can't. No, I got find it. I got it up. Um, so we've got. Oh wow! If you go to the story announcing Little King, there is like. Just a crazy main program act. from Dragon Quest Eight, event program from Dark Cloud Two, um, producer who worked on the cult PlayStation anti RPG Moon, which I've never heard of. So, and the PS2 kissing simulator Tulip, which uh, and Rule of Rose. Oh, and I love Tulip. Rule of Rose is scary. I think you beat up a dog in a Ta-da. bag in that game. But 
Character designer is Hideo Minaba, who worked on Final Fantasy IX and twelve, and the map designer for Tactics. Wow. And yeah. monster designer is guy who worked on Live Alive for SNES, and also the monster design for Super Mario RPG. So that's cool. So they really have like this big all star cast working on this game, and I think uh, that we didn't. All star might be a bit over put because I mean it's not like um. It's not like that's a got... pretty impressive cast of people. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's, it's impressive. It's not the Smash Brothers cast. It's not like a Chrono Trigger <laughs> cast, but it's it's pretty good. <laughs> Those are all names that I think pretty much are universally respected, mm-hmm. if not universally liked. I don't know about the Tulip stuff, but okay. <laughs> oh come on, that's an awesome game. <laughs> yeah, super. not universally respected though. <laughs> blah blah blah. All right. How would you Come on, it's a fishing it. simulation. How, how, how cooler can you get? Put the in your mouth or something? No, 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 no. <laughs> you run around kissing stuff and finding poop. I don't really to... understand it. But you have to kiss guys, and that you have to wasn't kiss everything. Cool you have to yeah, kiss yeah. guys. Okay, that's why I haven't played it. You have to kiss it. dogs and stuff too. <laughs> you're this, yeah, you're this guy, and you have to kiss everything from mailboxes to girls to guys to yeah. Mailboxes. Just, you know. Yeah. Yes. This is like a tutorial on how to be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So back to the contest that Exceed and Marvelous are having. Um, you can do an illustration of any kind of animal, ghost person, or whatever you can think of, and a total of 100 winners will be selected with one grand prize winner having their um, submission become an actual in-game creature. And uh, the other 99 will just have their pictures featured in-game as museum exhibits. So that's pretty cool. Can go that's pretty that. cool see the details on our site um we have an interview up about black sigil blade of the exiled um michael cunningham did that interview definitely props to mac this interview was fantastic so uh i encourage you all to go read it this is a game that's looking um i've heard i've heard some people like compare this to chrono trigger uh do you guys think that's fair that's a tall order a tall order I'd have to know a lot more than I do, even with this interview. Maybe it just reminds them of it. I mean, the look of it, I can see where they're getting that, because it's got that SNES style of graphics going on with your backgrounds and your sprites and everything. It's just very reminiscent of that era of RPG. Um, So, I mean, definitely the look is there. We'll see if if the gameplay holds up. And they have that extra screen on the DS, too. So go go get some more details about that on on our site. And next story, a couple stuff coming, a couple things coming out of Japan. Um, in uh, this week's Japanemonium, uh, first game that caught my eye was a game called uh, The Nameless Game. It is a horror adventure story, so that doesn't really qualify as an RPG. However, it's being put up by Square Enix, so that's why we even put some attention to it. And just listen to the stuff they're doing this, and this is like really interesting. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, all right, from time, oh. Excuse me, I've lost it. Yes, in this game, you know, it's one of those things that breaks the fourth wall. So things happen to you, and that seem to like they take advantage of the medium they're on. So like within the world of the nameless game, something's slowly corrupting the ROM and producing some really odd graphical glitches. The most disturbing, perhaps, is the occasional introduction of text symbols into the background. The symbol she appears particularly often. So it looks like your game's getting corrupted, yet it's actually on purpose. Um, it's got a plot that's like the ring, so you gotta you're 
apparently you're cursed because you played some this is great <laughs> the horror story is a cursed mobile phone game that is being passed from person to person along japan's mobile network which given how we feel about mobile gaming um it fits right <laughs> it fits in. right in. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway I, I just love games that do things that you, you can only do that in the game you can't really do that in a movie so much so i, I think that's pretty cool uh, anyway, that looks interesting. Yeah, another interesting RPG that was just uh, talked about in Japan is Rizzoad, R I Z Z O A W D. Um, I don't know what's up with that spelling, but it is an RPG based on the Wizard of Oz, and it's b- brought to us by the team that made Wild Arms, and it's very close to the plot of the original book, which is not very close to the plot of the movie. For those who don't know. Um, the original hmm. book was an allegory about economic symbol systems of the U S and talking about the gold standard, silver standard, that kind of stuff. So, um, <laughs> I don't think they're going to get into the economic allegory, wow. but uh, it's going to follow the plot of the book at least, which. Okay. So. When I read the book, I was like nine or 10. So I don't think I read any of that into it. When yeah. I read it. So, I mean, it's obviously, it's possible <laughs> to read the book without any of that, but it's, uh, yeah, that's, it was a big economical allegorical statement. So. <laughs> I, I think that they should make a game based on the economic allegory. <laughs> <laughs> it, should, it should finish at the very end. You should have the cross of gold beat by William Jennings Bryan. Oh man! You shall not have bad upon this cross of gold. Okay. Then Thank you. Thank Credit you for the gold. obscure references. Um, <laughs> People should learn their history. All right. So now the controls on this game are a little different. You don't maneuver Dorothy around with the buttons. Um, it gives you a shiny green trackball on the lower screen that you use to move her around. And battles are played out in an odd semi-automatic mode where you can set party members' attack po- patterns with a stylus and let the AI do the rest. So that's very similar to... Uh, Arkanoid. Kind of, well, Persona 4, actually. Okay. Or Persona, you know, where you have a lot of you AI involved. Ball, Except I you control your character's actions for sure in Persona, so I don't know how that plays out here. But this is, look, go check that out in our Japanemonium column. Uh, you can see scans. There's four scans up from, uh, I believe, Fan- Famitsu, which is where... You always get scans from them, usually. Mm-hmm. All right. That, that looks cool. I hope that comes out here, because you don't see much based on the Wizard of Oz in the video game world, so love to try that out. All right, so you guys remember last week, did we cover this last week, where uh, one of Nintendo's um, European heads called the people who wanted more stores for their Wii's geeks and otaku? Yes, I yeah, Apparently this. he pulled back from that comment a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> Imagine that. Oliver tells us that he felt bad about his comments and issued all kinds of apologies. Um, <laughs> this was after he was universally arrogant, among many other things. Um, he said his quote was taken out of context and such. Oh, yeah, right. And he says, quote, We definitely detect that they, uh, referring to gamers here, are serious and we know there is an issue in this, so it's something that we're working on. Um, but he says there's, it's not going to be hardware. So definitely there's no plan to issue hardware and external drive, but we know that we have an issue in that area. It's very obvious, and we're perfectly aware of it, but there's nothing we can say beyond this. So we know there's an issue, but hmm. we're not going to fix it. I don't know what that means. Um, maybe well, maybe it's like it's not going to show you win. the hard drive pasted onto it. I yeah. would <laughs> like to see them make so that you can read channels from the SD slot. That seems to be the only explanation anyone's come up to it that yeah. fits in with these comments is basically... Go buy yourself a big SD card and run your games from that. That way there's no hardware, hard drives issued and there's no fundamental changes to the hardware. Um, it should be pointed out that right now you can't run games from the nope, slot. You have to you copy cannot. them. It's just, uh, just for storage, which is kind of weird since you can re-download the games anyway. So possibly maybe they'll make it so you can run them, and that would be ideal. That would, that would, would definitely be, be an improvement. I definitely would support that, you know. 
Hint, hint. If you're listening, Nintendo, this is the they're thing not to listening. Do. Of course, oh. they're listening. I'm here. They have to be listening. Hey, Reggie, Reggie, send us an email. Let us know what your plans are for that. We'd love to know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a. This is a podcast full of geeks and otaku's. That's why I <laughs> <laughs> we don't respond to geeks and otaku's. <laughs> oh, so Square Enix had a party, and did I? I, it no. looks like some sort of Greek bash. I don't know what's going on here. Screenix presents DK Sigma 3713. Did um, they have it or are they going to have it? I, okay. It's hard to tell. It, has it not happened yet? I thought it already happened, but whatever. So it's going to happen. Um, whatever. <laughs> it's just... It is It is a closed party. Uh, I believe it's at... He doesn't say here where it's at. It's in Japan, isn't it? It's in Japan. Yeah, like most things Screenix. It's going to be in Japan. They're going to show... What are they going to show? They're going to show a Final Fantasy 13 trailer, a Final Fantasy Versus 13 trailer, a Final Fantasy Ajito 13 trailer, Kingdom Hearts Coded trailer. Kingdom, this is basically like E3 two years ago. Um, Kingdom Hearts 358 Over Days trailer, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep tra- trailer. Ah, Final Fantasy Dissidia, Final Fantasy uh, trailer. So that's kind of new. Third Birthday trailer, Sigma Harmonix trailer, Final Fantasy 7 Advent Children Complete movie slash Blu-ray trailer. Oh, that's coming to Blu-ray, isn't it? Yes, it is. That'd be interesting. So excited. That could be cool. There's no word if it's coming to America yet. Care. But it better. I do. I like that. I, I thought it was fun to watch that. I have it on my PSP. Why the, would I buy it for something else? Advent Children? You have Advent Children for your PSP That's and you, want, you don't want it for something else? You don't have it on your <laughs> no. PSP. You have it on your DVD. Anyway. I um, want it. I, right, yeah, I think so it'd bad. be cool. Especially if there's lots of fun extras. Um, there's supposed to be deleted scenes, in fact, that are going to be put in, so... Yeah, I'm so hyped, but it's going to be you can't you won't be able to videotape the the demos and the, yeah some of these games have demos like uh, 358 over two days Birth by sleep uh, Dissidia which is the fighting game and Sigma Harmonix um, but you can't videotape the demos so you won't see any footage from that coming out the trailers are going to be in closed theaters so they won't be releasing that so they'll only be so, on YouTube so it's a it's very a closed secret. party <laughs> I don't know it's just this seems like so counterintuitive. Like, we're going to hold a big party, and we're only going to invite a few people, and we're going to take well, off. they always do up. that. They've always done that at E3, too. It's like, here's a bunch of trailers, but we're not actually going to let you show them to your audience, necessarily. We're going to show yeah. you more, and then we'll give you cut-up versions of the trailers that you're allowed to post. And it's like, yeah. like I don't understand E3 the PR 2006, there. 2006, like, if you walked into the Square Enix booth with a camera, even yeah. though there was a sign everywhere like every five feet that you weren't allowed taking pictures someone would come up and remind you that you weren't allowed taking pictures they're serious yeah Yeah. i i got in trouble for taking a picture of like mickey mouse i think and then i'm like i'm taking a picture of mickey mouse he's like oh oh yeah yeah go ahead take a picture of the statue you can take a picture of that that's okay that's disney property (laughs) it's like uh okay so i don't know what's up with that i guess they want to make sure the game journalists are excited but not people who are actually purchasing the product. But I mean, the game journalists don't seem to be really excited about this party. Maybe that's why they're having it. We really need you guys to be more excited. I don't know why, but okay. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just tired of waiting for all of these games. Like, they announce them and then they take forever to put them out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if you look at the update stuff, it's like the only game um, that looks like the real Kingdom Hearts game, which is Birth by Sleep, is not even close to being done. Hmm. And Nomura was quoted as saying that Versus 13's development had, hearted, uh, had halted, which is Nomura, who's the Kingdom Hearts guy, um, is also doing mostly uh, Versus 13. Um, See, but this, 
but that wasn't There's true, so apparently, because Square Enix like, came back out later and said, no, 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 we haven't halted development on Versus 13. Um, yeah, like... You know, there's there's basically two different reports. There is a report saying that the uh, Versus 13 production has halted. And then there's another report that's saying it's not halted, but um, we've been loaning out the Versus 13 people to the 13 people. Yeah, so it's probably somewhere in the middle like that where, you know, it's not halted, but we are definitely pushing our staff more on the getting 13 done side of things. So it's yeah. not vaporware, but it's not solidware. It's kind of like condensationware. Well, I think it's just them realizing that these are really ambitious titles or really big titles, and they got to get something out soon because people are getting restless. You know, I'd like uh, to see Final like Fantasy Thirteen tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think we all would. I think we. I think we'd, I'd like to see Final Fantasy Thirteen in two thousand and nine. And right now, I sincerely yeah. doubt it. And that's probably why they're doing something like this. I mean, would you agree that you'd rather see Versus Thirteen delayed in favor of getting Thirteen out sooner? Yes. Well, I don't want them all to come out at once anyway, because I can yeah. only play one game at a time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's move on to the next story, which is about Dissidia. Uh, it looks like some more info from Dissidia has come out from Famitsu, and it sounds like Titus is getting a wardrobe redesign. Um, I guess he doesn't have Ray. enough buckles. I don't know. Um, it's going to have a, it's a new necklace. black-themed outlet out, outfit and more doodads and stuff. But this is a, and also they're showing footage of him, well, or not, I don't know, footage, but they're sh- discussing him sh- fighting off against Jekt, which is his uh, his father. And if you've played the game, you realize why that kind of makes sense, sort of, but not Didn't they kind of do that anyway? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they kind of give you, they also give you some info on the stats, uh, how this game's working. I mean, obviously, it's a fighting game with lots of Final Fantasy and Square Enix characters, um, you're going to have stats like HP and Brave. Brave, which is like your attack power. And you'll have two types of attacks, so some assist moves. And uh, They seem to be really hot on the idea of having Brave as a stat nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like It's been in a couple of recent Skrannix games. Well, because Tactics had it a long time ago, though. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they've just sort of... Uh, they've sort of warmed to the stat. <laughs> well, it's their stat. I think they're kind of going with this. Well, you cannot, and if you can whittle your opponent's brave down, you get them into a kind of a special mode where you can do extra attacks and damage on them and stuff. So, and then you which is I don't know. That reminds me a lot of Victor Union, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, those details come courtesy of One Up. So, and uh, another story they were reporting on is E3 Leak 08 is what they were li- labeling it as. Did you guys see this? Oh. Where like the uh, the marketing intelligence company Intellisponse uh, was cracked into by people who exploited some sort of flaw in their login pages, and they got a bunch of of um, we don't. They're labeling it as E3 Leak 08, but you don't know that any of this stuff's going to be announced in at E3. But I mean, there's stuff like you know Xbox is getting me like characters and uh, wait, 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 wait. That's not the version I heard. Mm-hmm. The version I heard is that Microsoft hired these people to do the post PR E3 stuff. Mm-hmm. And they accidentally released it on June nineteenth instead of July nineteenth. No, this was hacked into. Uh people there like something got posted and people saw the login page and apparently between Xbox three sixty fanboy and I believe uh, NeoGAF, they worked out how to get into it and posted a bunch of the details there. And it wasn't just Microsoft, like there's a bunch of Activision stuff in there too. And the one that's relevant to us is Silicon Knights. Um, because it's got a, there was a trailer up there apparently for The Crucible, The Evil Within, which would be a horror RPG 
to be published by Sega and rumoredly developed by Silicon Knights. So it's a very, 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 very early trailer um, is what it looks like. So is that what they're going to do next after Two Human? That's very interesting since Two Human is going to be a trilogy of action RPGs. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But I needed to bring it up at least because, you know, it's an RPG. And uh, there are other leaks in there too. You can read them. Um, they're all very heavy rumors, like 13 different um, Spider-Man game pitches. Which, obviously, you wouldn't make 13 different Spider-Man games, but uh, maybe one of them will be real. It's, it's, it's so it's very much marketing brain think tank stuff, too. So some of this stuff might actually be planned for an announcement. Maybe none of this will actually see the light of day. But the Silicon Knights one actually had a trailer, so that seemed more substantive. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's still kind of... Are they going to change their plans there? Are they just going to go with it? Oh, I think matter? I don't think you really change your plans there. You just say you just don't acknowledge it, which I think is what most companies are doing. They're saying, oh, no, we don't comment on rumors and responses, and that's a bunch of marketing stuff. You know, just exploratory stuff. La, la, la. Wait for the PR. Wait, I can say, oh well, too bad. I, that's what I would do. I mean, because nobody's really taking much of this stuff too seriously, because a lot of it may, you know, it's like the the we the me competitors for 360 were already rumored anyway. So maybe that has something to it, but mm-hmm. you, you could tell by the quality of this information that some of it is just way out there. It's just marketing pitches. You can't really take it too seriously yet. Oh, <laughs> some of the stuff that was Speaking of there, marketing pitches. Yeah. Did you guys see the, uh, information on limbo of the lost? Yeah. <laughs> This that is, is a, crazy. Isn't that crazy? They stole, from, they stole from 12 different games. It's a point-and-click PC adventure game by Majestic Studios. And it looks like they took screenshots from various different games and used them as black backgrounds in their, in, in their game. And they even took, like, like shields from Diablo 2 and used them in the game. That's yeah, not they took, like, equipment from a bunch of different games. And there's, like, a and ton of stuff from Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion was the big one. So was Assassin's Creed. But it's kind of interesting because I guess what happened was, um, who was the parent company? Uh, I, um, I think that was the publisher, not the parent company. T. What's the name of it? Scroll down here. Jibber Jabber? Sorry. Tri Synergy? Is that what you're looking for? Uh, the people who is published Tri Synergy the the guy the people that made it or the parent company? They're, they're either the Basically, parent company or publisher. You know they didn't. They were yeah, like was, we didn't we didn't know any of this was, was in there. Yeah, it was that. That's it. Because yep. it was three guys and they put together this game, right? And then yeah. some random person published it, and um, the three guys have disappeared. <laughs> They've been trying to get. Um, yeah, it's probably a good time to disappear. Them, and they just disappeared off the face of the planet. I mean, and this was on shore stel- shore, excuse me, store shelves being sold, and it's been pulled apparently now. And um, <laughs> it hasn't been. It's you know you can still get your hands on it if you're. Uh, it has been successfully pulled from everywhere, but yeah, I mean it was out there for purchase, and nobody caught this, and they're like, "Oh crud, <laughs> we're gonna stop distributing it." Sorry. <laughs> We're we're waiting to hear from our developer what they were thinking. As soon as we know more, we'll let you know. That's not a good sign when your developer disappears. No. <laughs> so, These yeah, things, that was kind of that, funny. This happens all the time, right? No. <laughs> it's perfectly normal business. Oh, well, how about a game you can get? Uh, Guru Men, 
which is a PSP game that I think you played and liked, Anna, right? Or did you, Mike? Uh, you guys did. I did, yes. You did. Okay. It, it, it's good, yeah. Yeah, that is now available for download. You can download it from Sony's uh, US PlayStation Store on your PC right to your PSP, so you no longer have to go out to buy it in a store. I think it's like 15 bucks or something, so you can play really? that. Yep. I might have to do that. 15 bucks is pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing is... Uh, oh, the other game you uh, reviewed this week, Anna. The World Ends With You. You finally put a review up for that. Did you? What do you mean, finally? I, Wait, I finished finally, it in four days. It. <laughs> I did 35 hours of play in four days. Sorry. I will finally. choose a different transition word next time. <laughs> you were able to get up uh, your review of that, and that is... Uh, Starting out our system, or one of the first or second, or on our new system of second opinions. Yes, second somebody opinion. attempts second to the third second opinion. The third second opinion. Well, that's confusing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we already had a review for World Ends with You, but we're we're starting to do that where we get some multiple staff viewpoints on a game. And you uh, you shared some of your thoughts about the game last week, but did you have anything to add? Uh, kind of a summary of what you thought of the game overall. Um. Mostly, it was kind of interesting because after I'd written my review, um, I hadn't posted it. Um, but after I'd written my review, I went back and I read Omega's review. And basically, I think that we agreed on everything except for the combat system. Mm. He found that the combat system um, was really frustrating because you couldn't control both characters. And I actually didn't care that you couldn't control both because I just had mine set on automatic all the time. And I actually found the uh, the AI to be, well, relatively intelligent. Um, I didn't have the big complaints about the combat system that Omega did. Hmm. Which is, I think, why mine's like half a point higher. Cool. So, I'm, I'm just holding myself back because I really want to go back and do the secret reports. But I have two other games I have to review. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time to I move on. Aside for now, little tears. That world sad. has ended for you. <laughs> uh, well, I will go back to it. Okay. I definitely will go back to it. The world is on pause for you. Oh, darn it. Yes. You are. Oh. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> All right. So, why don't you take us into what else you've been playing? I assume some of those other games for review. Yes. Um, I did start playing Operation Darkness. Um, I'm not far. I've gotten like a battle done. And um, is, is it, is it the one playing. you died in? Yes, <laughs> I died again. Ah, even better. I I just I get really excited and I want to go forward, and then it's like, oh, I just got my behind handed to me. <laughs> That's such a good idea. But um, what I've actually really been playing a ton of this week is River King um, Mystic Valley. For the DS. Well, before you move on, I wanted to hear more about Operation Darkness, because that's getting some pretty low review scores from some people. I mean, is it shaping up to be a low-tier game to you? Um, I can't answer that question yet. Okay. I haven't played enough. Okay. I mean, I really It doesn't like feel broken to you, playing. though, right? Huh? It doesn't feel... I mean, some of the reviews are giving it... I mean, there's like a 2 out of 10 out there, and it's like... It should be rather uh-huh. noticeable. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. Okay. It's It's not a 2 out of 10 game. Okay. That's what I wanted to... All right. Anyway, uh, River King it's now. It's not perfect. <laughs> it is most certainly not perfect. It is very rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's got freaking camera, vampires and werewolves. How can you go wrong? Yeah, the camera jounces around. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure Omega's going to complain about this in his review. Because all of the enemies go at the same time. Um, and I think Michael can uh, 
you know, re- relate to this because all of the enemies are going at the same time. The camera jounces around trying to get a little bit of action from everybody. And I think that, uh, I think that camera jouncing around really irritates some people. Mm. It really irritates me. I can't stand it. <laughs> you haven't played, you haven't played it yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. You can, go, you can too. It's the demo on Xbox Live. I, know. Well, I have a full copy. Uh, yeah, I, know. I, I don't know. I just feel that it's kind of like it's war, and it, it feels kind of rough to do that. Like the videos were all rough, you know. The cameras weren't just sitting there on little tripods and moving along. You know, it, I, I kind of like it. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah, just like me, I'm not but. saying it isn't fitting because it most certainly is, and I don't think these really low review scores are deserved in the least. Cool. Um, I, I can't say more yet because I haven't. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. To really make, you know, an informed opinion beyond there. It doesn't suck. <laughs> All right. So what about uh, River King? You catching some fish? Yeah, playing that's River King best. Mystic Valley. It's a DS game. Um, it's easy. Okay. I haven't really, really decided if that's... Well, I've played previous River King games, and it was a lot harder to catch fish, and it was a lot harder to... It was a lot harder to play. I mean, you didn't level as fast. It was much harder to reel and fish. Bait was considerably more expensive. I mean, I'm not saying yet that the change in difficulty is a bad thing, but it was a surprise from someone who'd come from previous River King games. So whether that is going to jive with sort of the, you know, general River King uh, following, I'm not sure. Um a lot of people like the fact that it was hard, which seemed dumb to me. But um, I'm liking it so far, tentatively. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I think I'm about halfway through. Um, I've opened up four different areas to fish in. And I seem to recall last game there was eight. So if that holds true, I have, I've done four and I have four more to go. And you guys are going to laugh at this. Um, I have two helper creatures so far. I have a kitsune called Misty. What? And hey. she can heal my hip points. And then I have a tanuki called Nubsy. And he can break oh, rocks. <laughs> Nubsy. <laughs> what, what can he bring? He can break rocks. Break rocks. Great. With his head. That really comes up when I'm out does fishing. Do it with his head. Oh goodness! <laughs> like the Charizard. He like, cracks his head forward and destroys the rocks. I know. Whenever I go fishing, so, I always run into large boulders. I need to break. You know. I well, it's too. it's really cute because what happens is uh-huh. is um you find these little monster babies and they're just like this little slime with like a little curl of hair on the middle Aww. and you feed them fish and you feed them fish and they have like five stages of growth before. They have a, a baby. So they then turn into your helper characters? Yeah. Okay. They they start out as like a little baby slime, and then they grow up to be like a tall slime. Mm. And then they grow up to be a baby version of what they're going to be as an adult, and then they grow up to be the adult. Do you influence what they're going to develop into somehow by what you feed them? No. Oh. No. It's just if it's like Misty was uh, a little baby fox, and it was like when she was really little and just a little slime, she grew up to be the tall slime and she had one tail. Ah. And then when she grew up into the child, she had two tails. And now that she's an adult, she has three tails. That's crazy. 
She's not and really... she's dressed in like a little nurse's outfit because mm-hmm. she heals you. Oh. <laughs> oh, he goes like, oh, that's really like, it's a wow, fox. Oh, wait, it's a fox <laughs> in a in oh, a nurse thanks, outfit. Thanks. <laughs> I recall that one yeah, misty. Yeah, so Okay, whatever. She's not that bad. Well, maybe she is. <laughs> yeah, you're a. So your namesake um, is a female fox nurse. Awesome. That's hot. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The kitsune. Right. But, um, the kitsune. Uh-huh. I played a little bit of Age of Conan this week, um, not much, just because I was um, like enthralled with The World Ends With You, and then I started getting into River King. And uh, played a little bit of WoW, hit level 69 last night on my Rogue, um, getting pretty excited. End is definitely in sight. Um, at this point, I'm mostly working on getting together the gear that I'm going to wear as soon as I hit level 70. I have five pieces so far. And um, season two will be arriving on June twenty fourth. So this Tuesday, I'm going to be buying some more pieces of gear. All right. Because um, how it works right now is season four is going to be the new arena gear. There's going to be very strict requirements on it. But as season four moves in, season two is going to slide down to be just honor. And you understand that, Chris, but yeah. I think Michael and Lucy do. <laughs> well, Lucy might yeah, play yeah. well. The point is, PvP here is uh, trickling down to become more easily purchasable. Basically, higher they want to up, make so. it so that as the PvE progression becomes a little easier, like they've taken out all of the um, attunement quests, yeah. they also want to make getting PvP gear a little easier. So they've yeah. taken out the, the crappier stuff and moved the more advanced stuff down to a significantly simpler way to acquire it. Sure, and that's fair. I mean, that way they can keep changing things up with new gear, but without keeping people from being able to get into it at all. Yeah. Season 4 is the PvP equivalent to the Sunwell. Okay. Cool. That it for you, then? Um, I think so, yeah. Alright. Sean, what have you been up to this week? (laughs) <laughs> he only Uh-oh. plays one game. Team Fortress 2? I played a lot of um, Team Fortress 2. You've been playing the Pyro update, haven't you? Yes, because I pretty much exclusively play Pyro. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Pyro update came out, and this was not always a good thing, because now everyone is a Pyro, mm-hmm. and I'm not the only one on the team anymore. And they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> cannot convince them not to because they're like, well, I need to unlock the achievement. Yeah, I'm you like, better... you suck so badly, you'll never unlock anything. You better Please go stop. play Medic to help them. No, I'm not playing Medic. I've, I've taken to playing Scout because uh. they're so bad that what I do is I run up and I hit them at point blank with a scatter gun and then I run away before they even have a chance to oh set me my. fire. That takes care of them. <laughs> um, I did actually play an RPG this week. Excellent. Tell Dungeons us about it. and Dragons Fourth Edition. Oh, did you? Uh, I began. We started our own campaign here, and uh, we created characters and did a little combat training and learned how to play. And it was very enjoyable. And I have to say, I'm favorably impressed by the by the simplicity of the rules as compared to the way it, the way it was before, which was often kind of infuriating. Awesome. Uh, there's it's it's much easier to create a character. It's much easier to run a combat. I mean, people have been saying, oh, well, now you have to have figurines. As mm. if you didn't need them in 3.5, really. 
you couldn't really play 3.5 without a map. You could just omit the rules and then you're not really playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I don't know. You can still do that, but why? Yeah, I mean, if you even don't when play we play D&D, then don't. Even in a even in a second ed game that I was playing with people, I we were using figurines, so I don't know. You, you really do. I yeah, mean, I've, I've been using figurines for a long time. I mean, you, th- you can well, use a coin. It doesn't have to be. A, it doesn't have to be a purchase figurine. You need something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, like, you need to use like you need a grid system. system so what yeah. I use for monsters are Scrabble tiles. Sure. Uh, letter to the alphabet because <laughs> that evil Q. Good old rule. Yes. Well, you know, I, I, that way, unless you have more than twenty-seven creatures you don't have anything to worry about 26 <laughs> letters plus a blank uh, so you know that's a stealth everyone, creature yeah it's, it's invisible that's the that's secret monster yeah. <laughs> so you know you're generally speaking uh you don't really need figurines i mean we have figurines for our player characters but all the monsters and everything else are just sure. uh scrabble tiles or you know in some cases i use little dots or something sure half marble things mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a really it's a really great system, and I really do like what they've done about it. I, I'm a little unhappy that they've divided up um, the what, what used to be the core classes into now that are going to be like two groups, which is the PH group that you get when you start, which is the first eight classes, and then the other PH group, the PH two, which comes out next year, hmm. and that will have like the druid. No, and no, 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 Locker not next year. Two thousand nine. They told me they told me September or October. The website says 2009, so hmm. if it's September, well, that's good. I would like it to be sooner rather than later, but I don't at know. At the game I, day, I complained and said, well, I can't make my elf druid, and they're like, oh, well, that'll come out in September or October or so. Hmm. Well, that's good news, and that, that, that pleases me. Well, if the we, website disagrees, that could, person could have just been wrong, too. Let's well, hope he they was, he, he was uh, in charge of the D&D Insider, so I was hoping not. Yeah. The other thing is, I would like Insider to be up and running. Yeah, Insider to... being up would be a good thing at this point. I, I really yeah. want to try it out and see how it works and, and how it looks. I guess it's such a new thing that they've got a lot of stuff to work through, though. Yeah. Well, the uh, question that, actually, I, I was like, well, how can you release 4th edition when it's all about the Insider when you don't have the Insider working? Well, it isn't well, all about the Insider. It, you can play it in person. It, you can, it, but it's you so can, much better. The, say what, yeah, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be the big draw to it, is yeah. that you can... You can um, play D&D the people who are thing. far away, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be in the house. And I think it's... I mean, there's a, no real expiration date on D&D. If it comes out later, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, no, but... I think it would have made a sooner. big presence <laughs> sure. if it had all come out at once. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I, wish I, I wish it was out so I could play with you all easily. Um, well, it'll be out soon, and then we will. And we should talk about this a little bit. Coming soon at rpgamer.com. Um, well, we have something... In the works, we'll see what happens, and we'll talk about it when it comes out. <laughs> oh, now we're getting all tentative. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'd like to, all I'd right. like to withhold comment on that for now. There, there's stuff in the pipe. There's stuff potential. Yeah, there's stuff in the pipe. We'll see what it's happens. In it's, it's, it's in the tubes. It's in the tubes of the internet. Yes, yes coming so. soon. So we the horses to D and D related stuff. Yes. So, um, is that pretty much it then? Well, of course, this is uh, being being as you know. It's my now playing. I have to talk about my favorite little harp topic, the Mother 3 fan translation, oh um, which I'm sure on. people tune in on a weekly basis to hear me discuss. Mm. And it's coming along brilliantly. All right. Uh, the second draft is is at 71% complete, which means that, you know, I think that they should be done within a couple weeks. Okay. With the second Can draft. Can we just leave it at that then? We don't need, we don't need the minutiae. 
<laughs> the people who are actually do. into it have already been ahead of you. Yeah. So. Yes. So, if you're interested wow, that's a pleasant noise. <laughs> if you're interested and you want to stay up to date, go over to the Mother 3 fan translation. It's mother3.fabi.net, I think. Isn't just starman.net? Well, there's a link, but that's oh. not the actual site. Right. The actual translation is mother3.fabi.net. So all right, all right. Check. Moving on. Um, that's all. I, why don't I go? Um, I've been playing a few games this week. Obviously, put some time into WoW and Sword. Uh, I won't bore you with the details there. And uh, Sword, Space Invaders Extreme came out, so I picked that up. Uh, I've oh, been playing I forgot that. to get that. Yeah, that's is pretty it fun. Good? Yeah, it's good. It's, 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 de- it's awesome, isn't it? it? It's pretty good, yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's something you want to do in bite tra- bite sized chunks and it's well oh, yeah. it's well made for that um so i mean if you tried to turn it into a eight hour marathon you'd get bored by it but um you know oh, it gets it's got some invaders <laughs> yeah i mean it's but it's got the music going it's you're all over the screen there's graphics there's color it's all oh, that's it's it's really well done i'm enjoying and it ranks it. you and it ranks you yep and uh i in fact i'm getting you know i'm i'm being schooled by it a little bit i'm having trouble on even the easy stages doing it right so it gives me some reason to keep playing it um yeah and you know, I, yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. They they've got some really interesting monster types that are really mess you over if you don't pay attention. And bosses. And they they reflect stuff back at you. And yeah, bosses whose patterns you get to learn and stuff. It's very very well done. They added a lot of depth to ba- Space Invaders. I really like it. And it's only twenty dollars. And I think that's a perfect price for this game. And it's just very very good package. So go pick that up if you're interested. Um, you, you should that- have some fun with it. PSP or is- DS. Okay, that's an actual game. It's not like a virtual console. No, it's an Xbox. actual game. No, no, no. And uh, if you want, you can import the Hori uh, uh, wheel controller for your DS from Japan, and that works with either Space Invaders Extremes or or or, or Arcanide, but only for the DS. Arcanide, but I really want to have a look at for DS because it was one of my favorite Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. And, and I, wheel, I really want to try it. We'll see. Give yeah, I know the wheel. The DS seems a little strange to me. I mean, yeah. It plugs into your GBA slot, and uh, it, well, it's it, you know because these are your old school games, and this is how you would have played them how, in the arcade. You hold the DS. You put yeah. the DS in your palm, and then you hold the. I mean, the DS is not that heavy. You put it in your palm. No, but and then you use your right hand to move the wheel. No, because my thumb gets in the way. Uh, maybe like this. The wheel sticks out below the DS, so it shouldn't be in the way. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I, I can see now. I'm yeah. holding it in my hand, and I got my thumb. And my fingers wrapped around the sides, which yeah. is kind of hard when it's open. Right now, it's closed, yeah. so I have a better grip. When it's open, I'll have a worse grip. Yeah, I and know. I also have to put my finger on the game slot, which I don't like at all. Okay. Well, then maybe it's yeah. not for you. You you could just play it with the normal controls. Wait, wait, maybe no. Dang it! Now I'm pushing it's R. Stylus Hold on. control. Right? <laughs> this all isn't right. working very well. Wow. Okay. Is it stylus, Chris, can you um, actually use it? I no. It's I don't have the DS version. I think it's just D-pad. Oh, it was D-pad, and when we played I don't, it, I mean, I have I have the PSP version of Space Invaders, so that's all I can really attest to. I I like the the PSP version better. So, I mean, some, is it, there a PSP version of Arkanoid? I don't think so. Oh, that's sad. That would be cool. Well, yeah. All right. I'll and uh, one note on the PSP version, they have lots of videos in the background that can be very make it hard to see what's going on in the game. But you can adjust the brightness of those videos, and you can just turn them off. So, but if you really don't like them, you just get the DS version. You know, but oh. I, it's hard the for DS me to, to re- have the videos. No, I mean because I can't stream those the same way. Oh, oh that's I, sad. That's what I hear. So but I don't know that it matters. Um, basically, you does, take a look at screenshots yes. and see what screen layout you like better. I guess. 
I, I played them both, and I started with the PSP, and then they handed me the DS, and I gave them the DS back to them and said, no, I'll play it on the PSP. Yeah. So, but uh, so I don't think that, that's really that in-depth of a decision. I'm sure you'll be happy with either. <laughs> All right. Uh, final game I was playing is, of course, Metal Gear Solid 4, which I'm sure you can hear about on 18,000 other podcasts. I'll just say that it's great, and I'm enjoying it immensely, even though it's mostly a movie that I'm watching. But that's what I want, so I have no problems with that. Um, And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Why don't you tell us what you've been playing, Mike? Well, it's been an interesting week for me, because I can't remember the last time I did this. I was alone with Vivian for almost the whole week. So Aaron went to Baltimore for business. So you've been playing things like, uh, what are my ABCs and... Oh, we're, we're past ABC. We play Candyland and stuff and like that. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're you're programming in Basic now or something. <laughs> oh, that would that would be nice. But no, I I was actually I had a thought a couple of days ago. It was like, I wonder what the, her first game is going to be. But and no, Aaron let her touch them. She sleeps a lot, so I have been playing games. I spent the time to really. Um, I used to have a Static N11, and it was for my Corsair. And uh, when I moved and everything, I had to drop out of the static. And so I fell about six levels behind. Mm-hmm. And I decided that this week, since it would be the week where the wife can't tell me I can't play, that I would catch up in Corsair. And I actually gained seven levels, so well, <laughs> now, now I need to wait for the static. But um, with that, now I have to do Ranger, and I hate Ranger. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I think you should do. I'm I not think done. Uh, I think I, you should. I know what you're going to say. I, I don't think you should it. program some stuff for RP Gamer. That's what I think. You I should did program do. some stuff, but all that's right. not what are you playing. That's what do you do at work? All right. So anyway, um, all and, work uh, and play makes Michael an unhappy dragon. <laughs> yes. And then uh, I tried to play. Well, I played Sword, but that was a typical. Yep, there's another ten percent. Good for me. Moving along. Um, I tried to play Etrus and Odyssey 2, and I actually had a lot of problem with this. Uh, as some people know, there's a password system to get your completed data to your next game. And what I learned, first of all, is it's not your completed data. You get an item that is good, and that's it. You don't get your characters. You don't get your equipment, which, I mean, I know it would misbalance, but it would be nice to get, like, a piece or something. Because you put so much time into the first one, and all you get is this one item that boosts your stats a little bit. Okay, it's cool when you start, but later on it's going to be kind of meh. And my password doesn't work. Ooh. And the interesting thing about your Odyssey is you can get multiple passwords. You can keep hitting the password button, and it'll keep giving you, you know, not generated, but more random passwords to try. So I ended up trying three or four of them and ended up None of them working. Huh. And I'm wondering, you know, I actually talked to Atlas, and I'm like, well, what's the deal here? Why, why isn't this working? And they will just like, well, we didn't have any problems. Here's the code we used. And their code works fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe it's in translation or something that it just didn't work out. In translation? Or, well, because those were probably in kanji or something. Or, you know, katakana. They probably well, are you just playing better. a Japanese version for one of them and not for the no. other one? But I'm, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I was wondering, like, maybe if some of the, uh, I don't know how to say it. I mean, I don't know for sure if it was in English, in Japanese, these passwords, or if they were in Japanese. Oh, okay. 
So maybe some of the maybe if you have a certain class at a certain level, the translation didn't work or something. I, I didn't ask specifics. Well, if you've had problems with it, um, post on our boards and let us know so we can see what's going on with that. Yeah, I went to GameFAQs, and apparently I wasn't alone. There were lots of people who okay. gave up and used someone else's password because the only thing is you get the item, and even though it's supposed to say, well, you, you got to use this uh, clan name or guild name, you get to change it, but occasionally oh. they do mention it, and Atlas gives you the one that goes, ooh, so every once in a while I get a whole bunch of oohs, and I'm like, oh, you're from ooh, and I'm like, well, no, actually I'm not, but that's okay. What? I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Your cl- your guild has a has a name. Okay. Your family. Yeah. And mine was called Dragons. Well, in the code that the Atlas gave me, it was called O O O O O O H. Ah. And sometimes that's still being re- referred to in the code, even though you change the names. letters. And okay. so you know, everyone says, "I remember you. You were from Ooh." And I'm All like, right. No. So I how are you finding the game itself? Have they they've made some refinements, right? Have you noticed that being an improvement of the previous version? It's a very big improvement. Um, first of all, you have the different kinds of ground, which help out the bapping. Um, you, the equipment is definitely better. I mean, I don't have to go, oh, is this really going to help me, or am I going to waste all my N on something that's you know, actually two points better when I wanted something that was, you know... It's not... It's still not going to be perfect, and they actually, it's a lot harder, and it's even more harder if you've used the password, which oh, I really? didn't expect. Oh, So they took me through the demo where if you do a certain thing in a trap, this happens and you get fight monsters. And so I'm like, ha, 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 I've already done this, so I'm going to use the opposite way. But since I'd used the password, it says, oh, you remember doing this in, in Etria, and just like before, they attack. I'm like, gosh. Oh. <laughs> I can't win. Nice. So. So is this, um, um, well, if you haven't played either, is this like a more definitive version, or is it kind of off-putting you, because of the difficulty? Because the first one was hard enough, wasn't it? If you've not, if you had to pick one, you pick the second one. Okay. If you have played the first one and you liked it, you definitely need the second one. And if you like, if you didn't like the first one, the second one, the improvements are not going to make that big of a difference. Okay. So that that's the the real answer, I guess. Okay. No, that's fair. Cool. So Etrian Odyssey and soundtrack's good. Well, I haven't played that much because I spent three days trying to get my password to work. So three days. Well, you know, I only had a couple hours each day, and I had to keep. You spent two I, hours I on a day. I couldn't Just... find my spare DS, and so I had to actually. Oh, okay. Um, turn one off and get the password again. You and say that check. like everyone has a spare DS. Well, if you have a DS and DS Lite, you should have two. Well, sell your Unless old you one. sold it or something. <laughs> sell your old I, one. I didn't yeah. do that yet. All right. But I can't find it because it's in a box. So. All right. So Adrian Odyssey 2 is better than the first, and go pick it up if you're interested. Yes, the auto attack alone is worth it because you don't have to sit there and keep press holding down A and watch everybody attack. Oh, just, that's nice. Everybody attacks really fast for you. Good. And does that wrap it up for you? Yeah, I've been really busy. All right. I think that yeah. wraps it up for all of us. Yeah, you left me last. That's yeah. okay. Well, that's fine. What about um, me? You already went. Did I? Yeah, Team Fortress 2 and Dungeons & Dragons 4th. How'd you know? Because you already went. Oh, I did. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It was a good attempt, though. <laughs> Can I go again? One week you're going to pull it off, and I'm going to let you go twice and not notice. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Well, thanks for listening, to everybody. We should probably wrap this up. We've gone for like two hours. So, 
Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show we- this week. Please leave some feedback on our forums. Review us on iTunes. Those really, really help us out. Um, five stars. We want to take five. the show further and... Uh, we got to get more listeners, and the more reviews we have, the more it shows up for them. So that's good. And dig us on dig, and uh, just let us know what you think and what you want to see, and you can read comments and take your suggestions into the show. So let us know, and we will see you next week. Until then, this has been RPG Cast. We're signing out. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.